Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner and co-founder, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast, The Kevin and Fred Show, where once a week we bring to you a expert interview every single Monday. We interview one of the brightest and best in the world, usually in, in the real estate space, sometimes in technology, sometimes in entrepreneurship, sometimes just in forward thinking. The things that are going to help us learn to move forward are the things that we're interested in bringing to you on this podcast, so we don't keep it limited to just us real estate agents. And I think you'll find that really valuable if you've been listening or if you're a new listener, all in the same. We also bring you once a week something we call industry headlines, which is a look at what is going on in the real estate world, what's happening in the mortgage space, what's happening in the technology space. Bring that to you in a short form, 10, 15 minute podcast at the most once a week on Wednesdays. We're also a proud member of the industry syndicate family of real estate and mortgage podcast. Check out that app in the app store. Again, that's industry syndicate. And if you would, please do us a favor. Please, please, please leave us a review, download, subscribe, share an episode with a friend. We would love it. There is no better way to say thank you, except for maybe a real estate referral because we are, after all, real estate agents and we love real estate referrals. We're based in the Phoenix area and would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kevin and Fred show. All right, we're back on the Kevin and Fred show. And today I'm joined uh, by Mr. Daniel Dixon out of the Denver, Colorado area. Daniel, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? I'm excited. Me too. I'm I'm stoked to do this. You don't, you don't, you don't really know this, but I've wanted to do this with you for a while um, because I've been able to see how from a from afar, anyways, like see your business grow. And that has been cool. And you you forged a different path. You and I were talking a little bit offline before we hit record today. Um, and so I'm excited to, to sort of dive into that path and some of the things that you're doing uh, that's cool in not just in business, but in uh, in other parts of your life and just just kind of get to know you better, dude. Absolutely. This is, uh, um, I, don't, I haven't done very many podcasts. So this is this is exciting. I love I love your, your and Fred's authenticity and just being able to just shoot the shit, be, be who I am, you be who you are and you know, just share knowledge and, and, um, you know, just help. No doubt. Well, that's cool. Let's, let's do this, Daniel, uh, for anybody who like, just for context reasons, tell us, you know, like how long have you been in real estate? Like, and uh, I guess what I always like to know is why, like, why did you get into real estate? Like what made you decide this career? Yeah. Um, so I got licensed at the end of 2013. So I've been a licensed agent for about six full years. Um, I got into real estate actually by accident, silly as that sounds. My first real job, um, I was selling timeshares before I got into the mortgage industry. And so my brother kept telling me, he's like, dude, you got to get into the mortgage industry. You got to get into the mortgage industry. And that was in um, 07 and 08. So I started, I worked for a company called Lending Tree in California, um, was originating loans all over the country. And then the market crashed. So moving out here to Denver, um, you know, fast forward a couple of years, weathered the storm a little bit, came out to Denver to start a new life. And my brother was working at this weird company called Trulia, some internet startup um, selling zip codes to agents. And I'm like, what? Like, no, there's no way I'm going to do that. So it's cool startup company. Um, He was having a ton of success. And he's like, D, you got to get over here. This is fun. We we always love real estate. Um, And I I never had any intention on actually being a real estate agent. So went to Trulia um, before they got bought by Zillow, was killing it, was a top producer there, and was working with some of the biggest accounts across the country, teaching agents how to grow teams, how to internet market, how to um, convert online leads better, faster, 
um, put all your leads in different buckets with follow-up systems and things like that. And then Sean and I kind of took a step back and said, wait a minute, we're doing this for all these agents across the country. Like, no, let's get licensed and let's start building our own, our own empire. And so became an agent, knew nothing about how to write a contract. I knew how to convert leads. I knew how to, you know, schmooze people and, and love on clients and show houses. And then just slowly got an idea of how to do all of this stuff. And then, you know, fast forward, now I'm running a big hundred million dollar team with 25 real estate agents, six loan officers. Um, you know, it's, it's been, pre it's been a pretty, pretty wild ride. Dang. Okay. So hold on a second. You said agents and loan officers. Tell me about that. Hang on one second. <laughs> I, I love it. That's real life, dude. I love it. <laughs> I had, uh, I had my friend Katie on, uh, like probably, you know, we recorded, I don't know, two weeks ago or something. And like one of her kids just straight up walked in the room, laid down on the couch next to her and then like got up and left finally. And she did it all without like freaking out <laughs> of on like mom duty. It was so funny. I'm like, right, let's just leave that in there, in there. So that's real life. Anyways. I, uh, I told so them I was going to be on a podcast. And they're like, like, like a real podcast with like, people are going to be listening to you. So they're, they're kind of excited for me. That's awesome. I love it. So, okay. So tell, so you said agents and, and, and lenders. Well, tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, as we, as we continued to grow, as I became a high producing, um, a high producing agent, the, the biggest challenge we kept having is dealing with lenders. Um, you know, we have a deal blow up right before closing. And I knew nothing about it, or I have a internet lead that we're working on converting that needs to take an app right now and lenders aren't available. And so after going through probably 10 or 12 different lender lending partners that I couldn't find some synergy with, I said, you know, I, I have a mortgage background. Let me go get a, a mortgage license. Um, so I'm a licensed MLO and we brought all of our lending in house. Oh, wow. That's so I cool. have a big mega agent team. And then um, we service about 75 to 80% of all of our buyer business. Wow. That's cool. Do you, uh, do you know Justin Martin by chance? He's in Denver as well. Justin Martin. I don't think so. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll have to connect you guys later. He's uh, he, very similar. So super similar story. I uh, actually had him on the podcast not, not too long ago as well. I'll, I'll, I'll connect you guys. That's uh, he's, he's a cool guy, but got a very similar model too. But anyways, I digress. So, okay. So you, yeah. so we get, you got the lending thing going on and the real estate side going on. Um, you said a hundred million, dude, that's a big number. Most agents, yeah. like I, I know agents that don't get there in their career, much less in a year. So how do you go in six full years, like from, I got a license and I'm selling lead or I, I'm one day I'm selling leads and I got a license and now I'm doing a hundred million a year in, in sales. Like, tell me about that. Man, it's been a journey. Um, I remember in, in one of our old offices, we had this big hundred million dollar um, uh, sticker that we put on the wall. And I'm like, all right, like that is, that is the top. As soon as I can get there, like, you know, five years from now, this is going to be amazing. And um, last month, we just we finally crossed that hundred million dollar mark, and it's 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 been an absolute wild ride. Um, one of my mentors, when I first got into industry, um, I know how to convert leads. I know how to do all of this stuff. And he told me, he goes, "Well, D, if 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 you can do this, that's awesome. But you're going to run out of time. We only have twenty four hours in a day. Your real value is going to be if you can teach others to do what you do." And that's going to be the ability to scale. And that has set that I learned that in year two of being an agent, which really started um, prompting me to get out of actually um, transacting and then being more of a business owner and teaching agents, empowering our leaders to go then teach the newer agents, getting these people in, growing them from the ground up. 
um, how to con how to convert internet leads, how to love on people, um, how to sell real estate, how to compete in multiple offer situations, all of that fun stuff. So we, you know, we we've built this. You you know you know Brett Tanner. You know Brett. Yeah, Tanner. I've known yeah, Brett yeah, you know forever. Brett. Yeah, yeah. So I've been coaching with Brett for like four years, and coach, friend, mentor, like the guy is amazing. So a lot of what we've built has been with his direction, with his guidance, with his, um, you know, learning through a lot of his failures and a lot of his mistakes that he's made over his career. So I, I, I've been lucky to, you know, stand on the shoulders of a giant and really streamline um, this growth from doing five and a half million year one to now having my team cross that hundred million mark this year. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh... No, like I said, known Tanner forever. Super, he's one of the smartest guys I, I think I've met. Um, he just mm -hmm. the guy just sees all the angles. He sees he sees things that a lot of people don't. Um, and in a lot of ways, I made a big change in my business um, directly as a result of a conversation he and I had one day randomly. Uh, we we're just sitting in a market center together, and I asked him a question, and he goes, "Well, what do you mean?" And then I'll never. I probably saw the notepad somewhere. He drew something out for me. I was like. <laughs> Dude, I made a change. We implemented it like within 30 days and pff, off to the races for yeah. context. I think we were like, um, I don't know, 30, 40 million the year before. And next year was 87. And haven't, I don't think we've been under a hundred cents. And it was just like, cool. yeah, just go. Right. And it's a, uh, the guy's super smart. I love, I love too. So you said you've been coaching with Brett for four years. You've been yeah. licensed for six. Yeah. That means you realized early on, you should have a coach. I love Absolutely. that, man. You love like someone to point you in that direction. Like how did that come about? So uh, coach was always really important to me, but I couldn't find the right one. Um, I interviewed Tom Ferry coaches or Mike Ferry, whoever um, interviewed maps coaches. And I couldn't see, I didn't, I needed a, someone to help me build a business, not someone to hold me accountable to how many calls I made or recruiting calls I made or so on. And so I interviewed a lot of different people, um, couldn't just find the right synergy for the amount of money that I was going to be spending on coaching. And then Nick Evans actually um, was in an office next, you know, Nick, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he was in an office next to me and he was coaching with Brett and he's like, Hey, I'm taking my business in a different direction. Would you be open to coaching with him? I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, yes, please. And so um, my phone call with Brett and it, what really changed with me leveraging my business and getting out of actually producing um, was our, our first conversation. He goes, all right, D, what happens? You know, I had two kids at the time, a wife. And he goes, what happens if you get hit by a bus? I'm like, dude, I'm screwed. Like this, we got to start all over. And he goes, all right, that's the reason that we need to build an empire. I'm like, there we go. This isn't about me so much and how many houses I can sell. This is about leading others and really running a business that, you know, if I do get hit by that bus, we still have revenue generating for my, for my family, something my wife, my kids can run in the future as well. So creating that I, legacy. I love that, man, because um, like the question I, I would have asked uh, before like, that I was thinking of it as you were talking was um, you, you appeared to go from realtor to business owner real quick and damn near nonchalantly, bro. So like that is the biggest struggle anybody listening to this podcast or watching the video of this interview, I promise you 90% of them are struggling with that right there. That's the most common thing I hear. And I talk to realtors all the time is to actually go from I'm selling real estate to I'm owning a business. Right. And that mm -hmm. transition point is nasty. It's hard. You get punched yeah. in the face a lot, really. Right. And there's just no way to go kind of like transactions. The only way to go through it is to go through it. Like sometimes yeah. you just got to go through something. And I think that's where most people 
go, oh, now my income's going backwards and this sucks. I don't like it. And then yep. so they retreat uh, for uh, you know a myriad of reasons. But you seem to just like, no, nah, I got to go. Like, was that, yeah, um, was that easy for you? Was it just because you, you decided to trust like your coach and follow that path or did it come natural to you? I'm curious about that. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a lot to do with Brett. I, I wanted to build a team of four agents and have them all selling a hundred houses a piece. And Brett's like, that's not going to work. He's like, Daniel, they're, they're all leaving. And maybe in six months, maybe in two years, maybe in a year, whatever it is, they're all going to end up leaving. So you need to, you need to, you know, um, fortify your business by having more people. So when you do lose somebody, you have somebody jumping up and filling that role. Um, and I was at a Ben Kenny training probably year one, one and a half years in the industry. And he was saying that one of the biggest things that you can invest in um, is people. And if you just invest in people, they're going to, they're going to be able to give you exponential returns um, way more than a house will way more than a leads will or anything like that. So for me, taking the step back was nerve wracking. Um, it didn't, it definitely didn't go from selling 40, 50 houses a year to zero. I mean, there was a progression there as well, but I, none of this would be would be what it is if I didn't have the leaders that I've poured into um, that are driving my business at this point. So yeah. it's really getting in business with the right people. Um, I like to say our business is black owned, women led and homegrown because Ooh, I'm black. I love that. Right. Um, my director of operations and my sales director are both um, one's my sister. The other one's my first hire. So sales manager runs the entire sales squad. My director of operations run the TCs and everything, not sales. And then everybody, um, I've never, I've never been in a managerial role before getting into this. Um, Amanda, who's my sales director, had never been. Um, she was a nanny before getting into real estate. Dominique worked at Zillow as well, but in customer service, and she runs our whole operations. So you know, it it took a lot. It, we're seeing the hockey stick growth now, uh, but over the last couple of years, it hasn't been that pop yet. And now yeah. we all know what we're doing at a really high level. So now it's just, you know, I, I often say clarity equals speed. And now we're super clear with where we're headed, what we do well, what we don't do well. So now we're able to go faster and faster. Yeah, I mean, so much of that too is like, it's that compound effect. It's the, it's the mm -hmm. one thing, whatever you, however you want to look at it. It's like when you really stay on something uh, and you stay there and don't get distracted with all of the shiny things that as realtors, we get distracted with yeah. and get sold and shit like that. Like, but when you stay on it, like that's how, that's how you, yeah. And it's just, you do, you see that hockey stick and I'm not surprised to hear that you've been on it for, for four years plus, you know, really going after it like that and that you're really taking off and, and hitting some serious numbers at this point. Like that doesn't surprise me at all to, to hear that. That's in fact, that's real normal. Most people though, and I don't know, did you think it was going to take you four years or five years or six years to really get to this big of a business? Or did you just go, I believe, I believe in this and I'm going to follow the path. Like, what was that process for you? It, it's just been that goal. It's been that sticker up on the wall that I would look at every day, like, all right, hundred million last year, we did 82 million. So we didn't hit that. We had a great year, but still not a hundred million. Right. So then it's just continuing to refine that process. And so all of our goal setting needs to exceed that number. How many agents do we need to hit that? What is our um, average transaction count per agent in order for us to get there? We, we focus a lot on lag metrics, not the leading metrics. A lot of, a lot of agents in real estate focus on closings. We yep. focus on phone calls. We focus on contacts. Because if we, if we put a lot of effort and a lot of heavy lifting on those process-driven goals, the closings are just going to be a byproduct of that. Yeah. No, there's no, uh, no doubt about that. Like that's, um, that's a cool thing. Like 
what I think most people, I could be wrong. Um, but my experience tells me, my intuition tells me probably not like most people go, man, if this takes me four or five years, yeah, I want to do it. But then they get six months in or yeah. nine months in, or even a year and a half in, I'm just getting punched in the, like for me, I'm always like, it's like getting punched in the mouth, man. Mm-hmm. Getting, your, getting your teeth kicked in or something like it hurts. Like you just take shots. You There's, there's ups, there's downs. And most people want to retreat, um, especially as realtors. Like we have the opportunity to have such a great income, right? You can actually have a job as a realtor, a sales job, um, whether you're on a team or, or doing your thing solo, it doesn't matter. You can have a great income and there ain't, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so I think it's so easy to go, I want to go back to that when, when it right. gets uncomfortable following the path that you followed. Well, one of the, one of the things too, I had two young kids, I have three kids now, two young kids and, and a stay at home wife. And I was making great money, but I wasn't being the best father and I wasn't being the best husband. So I hit a weird spot. It was probably a defining moment in, in my career where it was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm busting my ass and making all this money and closing all these houses, which is awesome. But my marriage is failing and I'm not, I grew up with a single mother of three kids without a father my whole life. So being a good dad has always been a top, top priority for me. And when, you know, when you reflect and look back at, at my kids growing up and I'm not there as much as I'd like to be. And, you know, my wife's frustrated because I'm not there as much as I'd like, as much as she'd like me to be it really, you, 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 you're, you're put into a weird spot in life where it's very difficult for you to make more money and have more time. It's like a pendulum, right? You gotta, you gotta pick one. If you want to make more money, you're going to have less time. If you want more time, you're going to make less money. And so I was willing to take less money to have more time to pour into people, but still be at home at five or six o'clock at night to be able to be present for the kids and the family and not have to work on the weekends as much anymore. And that's really what drove it. And I mean, I wouldn't have this lending arm if, if I was still in product, if I was still in production, yeah. if I was still closing houses, I wouldn't be able to, to dive in and understand trid and disclosures and <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, dude, it is, it is crazy. Dude, I, I, crazy. I, I love that you said that you said that. First of all, I just was talking to my buddy, um, Ronnie Doss, who, who talks to a lot of business leaders and um, corporate folks and coaches them and stuff. We were just having the conversation last night about um, how many successful people we've talked to from all, all industries uh, that effectively now, you know, in their, in their 50s and 60s, and they're trying to use all the money that they built to buy back their relationships with their children. And I'm like, you know how, like, that's just never, that's, that's, not, that's not a thing. Like, that's just not a possibility for me. It's not a possibility for you. Um, mm-hmm. It's like not something that we're ever, that's not a road we're going down, right? So I love that you did that. I, re- I remember specifically, Fred and I actually had a, we had a conversation, like we actually verbalized this, like, Hey, you prepared to go backwards in income for the next like two years, maybe even three. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. We, we still make a great income. Like no one should feel bad. If you, once you've got a thriving business in real estate, it's not like we are going to, you know, be out on the street, but it was like, we really had the conversation. Like you're ready to go backwards for a couple of years because we've been doing it all. Um, so that way we can take a big leap forward. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we both agreed. And, um, I love, I love that you, you've, you've literally had that decision point too. That's, I think that's something that a lot of people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's cool. I'll do that. And then again, you get to it and it's like, oh damn, I want to go back to making all the money. Yep. Yep. I mean, for me, my time right now, maybe it's going to be different when there's one of them right there, actually. <laughs> love it. Maybe it's going to be different when they're 15, 16, 17. Um, 
but I mean, the, the more time you have, the more, the more time you have to reflect. We, there's this really good book that we read called um, Road Less Stupid. I already knew you were going to I can't think of his name right now. Keith, Keith Cunningham. Keith Cunningham. There we go. Dude, I spent two days and with that guy last year. Time. Did you? Changed my life, bro. He's special, dude. The, I, I spent two days with him and immediately bought the book without even, without even reading it. Didn't, didn't buy the book. I bought a case of it. So I could give it away to people. Yeah. And this was last June. Like if you go look at my Facebook, I posted a picture, like it's the most impactful two days I'd ever spent with somebody. And, um, that one thing thinking time, like got put into our calendars and every week for the last almost year and a half now, there's at least one big block. And if not, you know, if not yep. two, man, I, it's a game changer. It really is that that reflection, that time. We have so many distractions with our phones and our life and our business and our clients and everything else going on that sometimes we got to just shut it all off and just have time to have that thinking time, right? Yeah. So it's been, it's, it, I mean, like you said, it's a game changer. Um, highly recommend the book for anybody on anybody listening to this that hasn't that hasn't heard of the book or hasn't seen it. Um, it will it will literally change your business, change your perspective on business. Um, you know, it, it's it's phenomenal. There's nothing, there's no book, there's no business book better in my opinion. Like it's just, I don't think so. it's, it did. Yeah. It's that impactful. Um, I like, yeah. Anyways, we could, we could probably talk about road less stupid and, 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 <laughs> sure. uh, and, and plus it's such, such a great title, right? Like what a great title yep. for a book. Um, so that's cool. So tell me, so you and I are recording this. It's, it's, it's the end of 2020, which has been in all, you know, it's been a kind of a weird year in a lot of ways, both mm -hmm. socially, uh, but also because the market has been so crazy hot. Um, talk to me about what do you, like, what's, what's on tap for you in 2021 and beyond? Like, what are your big goals? What are you after? What are the things that are important to you? Yeah, we have some like monstrous goals. Um, so we do, so we, a lot of, a lot of agents, and I, I learned this early on, even when I was working at Trulia and everyone does their business planning in December for the new year. And then they, you know, they look at the end, at the end of December, or even sometimes in the early part of January, reflect on what happened last year. And we actually do business planning at the end of November. So we use December as a bonus month because whatever we're going to get put under contract in December is going to start January off hot. So our goal next year is 173 million. Um, we've almost doubled our business every year. So we're looking at like a 35 or 40% growth next year, which when you have these huge numbers, it's, it's, it's remarkable to make, to make that kind of growth. Um, so we're looking at 170 million, about 520 units, um, $100 million loan team, um, creating our own title company. Like we're just, we're trying to get this whole vertical integration thing down um, and then just dial in. We, we, we do all of our business planning and then we break them up into the most smallest chunks. So we're, we're evaluating week over week, not necessarily month over month, because four weeks in, you're too, you're too late, you're too far behind to change some of your habits and, and affect um, the rest of your year. So as we do business planning in January and realize like, oh shit, well, here's the plan, but we're already at the middle of January and uh, we're trying to fit it. Yeah, we're trying to fit 12 months in in 11 months. Like, holy shit, we're always going to start off behind. So we made a fundamental change last year to start doing business plan in November and then use December as that bonus month so we can really hit January off strong. Man, I, 50 I love agents. that. Yeah, 50. 50 real estate agents. Yeah, we're at 20, 23 or 24 right now. Um, we hired a full-time recruiter, which Brett has been in my ear about that for probably the last like six months. Um, 
So we, um, we, we, we're, we're having that, that full focus and attention on building in, bringing in talent, um, training people, loving on people. We spend a lot of time with personal development and I can teach you how to sell a house. I can teach you how to convert leads, all the other stuff. But if your home life sucks, none of it's going to work. If you're, if you're making a bunch of money, but you're broke, none of this is going to work. Um, so we really, I think one of the reasons we have a sticky team and we don't have a huge turnover like some of these big teams do is because we really spend time on building the person, on building their wealth, on making sure that their habits are on point, making sure their family life is on point. And I think if you, I think that's why a lot of our agents love us like we do, because I mean, again, I can teach you to sell a house, but you're going to hit a point where you're going to hit a and, and then what, how do we go from there? How do we continue to create that longevity? And, um, you know, I, I still want to prove Brett wrong that I'm not going to lose all my agents in two years. So it's a, that's one of my goals. <laughs> I'll tell you. So here's, here's the deal. Cause he said that to me too, by the way, at that time when him and I sat down for half an hour, he said that to me and I was like, I get it. I get it. Um, and so I have that mindset, but it's, it's that, and you get here, you, you, first of all, you, every, everyone's got in that part in that relationship has to prove themselves, right? We've got to prove ourselves as a company, as a platform for that agent, as the support system for that agent. And that agent has to prove themselves as the agent. And assuming that we both do that, you could bet your ass I'm working my ass off to make sure that they never leave or at least that they stay as long as possible. And that when, when that time, if that time comes, then everyone's fulfilled, man. Everybody, everybody is fulfilled from it. I'll, I'll tell you, um, because I, I think it's, I think that's a healthy mindset that Brett shares. And it's also, it's, it's a little incomplete for in my universe. Um, and so they're all always leaving. And if I can provide enough value, for the ones that we want to stick around and stay forever, like then they can stick around and stay forever. As long as my vision and your, your, your vision, like whoever the leader is, is big enough for them to get what they want, then why, why not? Why can't we be in business forever? Well, and I think that's one of the, that's one of the things that drives me the most now is I have to create a business that's big enough to have multiple career, multiple career um, opportunities, multiple career paths for people. Um, just being an agent on my team is not going to be enough. So we've leveraged it where we just promoted one of our agents to be, um, we call it a senior agent that's running a pod of 12 agents. And we have these other smaller teams that are running their basically their mini me team. So you have the Dixon group, which is our umbrella. And then you, you have the autonomy to build, to build your own team more or less um, through our leadership training and through our growth within our world. So we have those different growth paths. It's hard to promote an agent. Like you're self-employed like how do, how do you get promoted right yeah so we, we've created these different um these different business lines we've created these different career paths for our agents to either you know get an isa that's just going to be generating business for you and you're going to get off the phones and not have to prospect anymore you want to really get out of production and go teach and train people we have that path um you want to just create a, a, an army of people underneath you and all of you guys are getting it um and grinding together all day we have that too or if you want to just be a solo agent that does 15 to 18 transactions a year and live a cool life and travel. We have that for you as well. I think having that plethora of options is important. So people see what is next. There's always, we're innately as humans, we're always going on that, that next, that carrot that's dangling. And in, until I lose that opportunity to dangle that carrot on the next opportunity for our group, I think is when, when we're going to start having some, some major changes. That's awesome. I dude, I love, I, dude, I love how fucking clear you are on that. Um, 
tell me about like, what are, what are some of your other goals? Do you, cause um, you said black owned female led homegrown, which yeah. I totally love. I love that at a high level. Um, like what are some, that, that tells me, dude, that you're not in this because you want to make a buck and money's important. Like, let's all, let's all be really clear about that money's important. But I, like, I have the sense that this isn't about Daniel just lining his pockets. Um, not when you have a slogan like that. So, yeah. so tell me t- what's behind that. So as I, as I've been coming up in KW and I'm go to all these events and these guest speakers and everything like that, I kept looking at this, looking at people on stage and looking at people teaching these classes. And I'm like, none of these people look like me. So how do we get more minorities into this business? How do we get more people um, that look like me that, um, or look different than me for that matter? But how do we get more people that don't look like the typical $100 million producing agent or team? And how do we share more information in that? And so as, we're, as we've been growing, we, we've dabbled in a different, couple different charities and, and giving back. And I think we, we've dialed it in this year. So we have one charity, uh, which we're super excited about, which we're going to be launching um, minorities in real estate, launching their, their real estate careers. So we're going to pay for some of their dues. We're going to help giving them guidance, giving them um, uh, mentorship, whether they join our team or whether they're with our market center, um, whatever it is, just really giving them some, giving them tools, giving back, giving them help, teaching classes, doing some of those things. And the one that's super near and dear to my heart that we just launched uh, actually yesterday, super excited about this, but we have a, a foundation that we're doing for single mothers. Um, and so, yeah, so I grew up with a single mother of three Me kids. Um, my, my, my cousins, um, my cousins who are, I say, my brother and my sister, my DOO, and then one of my sales leaders, um, their, their mom, which was my mom's, my mom's sister, uh, grew up with a single mom. My grandmother was a single parent. And so looking back on my life, I never knew when I was younger that I was missing out on anything. We had some of my fondest memories are when uh, my mom had food stamps and we would go to a place in California called Food for Less and I would get this little food stamp for $10 and I can go buy anything I wanted to in the store. And that was like that. That is one of my happiest memories yeah. of going over to the, to the frozen aisle section, grabbing my popsicles or whatever I wanted at the time and being able to get that stuff. And I remember that my mom was always robbing Peter to pay Paul. And if she just had a little bit of a lifeline, she just had a little someone to help out with expenses in one month, she could stop working that overtime or not pick up that extra shift and spend more time with us or go to my sporting events or different things like that. And so with this foundation, what we're doing is we're, um, we're, we're paying one month of housing expenses for single parents. So every closing, we're going to be donating money into our foundation. And then every month, we're going to be selecting um, a family that we're going to pay up to $2,000 of their housing expenses just to give them that lifeline, that helping hand to help them um, you know, either catch up or get ahead or just breathe. <laughs> what's, you know the, what what's, the name of the, what's the name of the foundation? It's called um, JLK. So Janice... Janice, Lisa, and Kristen, um, which are uh, my, my, yeah. So JLK Foundation, um, we're just, we're, I'm, I get, if you could see how excited I am about it, it's, it is something that's super Oh, dear I can to my see heart. it, brother. And for those of you not listening go, or who are listening and not watching, go to YouTube or Facebook and watch this so you can see it. Cause I can, I can fucking see it on your face. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about this because I, I just remember I'm the youngest of three kids. I'm a mama's boy. My mom has always been like my best friend. And, um, you know, we've gone through a lot together and I just know that 
if we can just give back, this has nothing to do about trying to generate more business. This has nothing to do about trying to leverage this to get more clients. Like I'm so excited to give a, a month of, of housing expenses to, to someone that's deserving, someone that needs that help. And now that we're hit with this, all this COVID shit and the eviction memorandums are going away and all of that, I think that the timing is, is, is literally perfect um, to be able to help our community. And, and I'm sorry, single mothers of minority children. That's the other piece. Single mothers of minority children. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, is there is there a, do you guys have a, it's brand new. Is there a website? Yeah. Could someone come, could like, can one of our listeners find this and go, dude, uh, that, that resonates with me. How do I donate? Absolutely. We're finishing up all of the, um, we just ended, we just incorporated everything. We got the 503C, we got all that stuff lined up. The website will probably be up in another week or so. Um, so we'll have all of that. It'll be linked. It's not going to be on our website. It's going to be a splash page. It's going to, you're going to be able to get to our website and stuff from it, but yeah, we're going to have our own, our own entity and everything with it. Okay. Let's, let's do this. Um, it's going to be more than a week before I can get this out on the podcast. Will you send me the link when you have it active? So I can, so I can at least put it here in the show notes Absolutely. and then like on the YouTube posts and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So anybody, if that matters to you at all, and if you have a heart, it does, um, like, help him help some people like help help this group of people help the group of people that need some fucking help so especially this time of year like you said in this kind of and this point in time in fact yeah. like, as you pointed out too so dude I, I love that um what else dude what what else are you passionate about let, let me ask you this like we're already i could probably talk to you for another hour um and and not not even lose a step here like but tell me uh, because I did promise you we'd have a certain time cap and we're probably coming up on that. What's like, what haven't I asked you yet? What's important? Uh, it could just be something quirky. It could be something like important to you. And it's just like, we got to add that into the story for so far. Well, I should, I wish I brought my Niner hat cause I'm, I'm a big Niner fan. So I like you, you know, anyways. I, it's cool. No <laughs> battle of the Bay. Right. Yeah. Um, I think anybody on the journey, right? Like I, I think, I think getting a coach and someone that see that shares your vision that can guide you as I've dealt, I mean, I, I've had coaching calls with Brett and I'm just cursing and I hate this and these agents leave and I pour into them and then they bounce and all of that stuff. And I just want to have five agents and pour into them, have them sell a bunch of houses and, and everything. And, and if you look at some of the top producers in KW, all of them have armies. They have armies of people, whether it's an expansion group, whether it's the Loken group in, in Houston that have a bunch of age, like they just have a bunch of people. And so I think that perspective of being able to be a coach, Brett, Brett always tells me, he's like, D, I'm, I'm 5,000 feet above you trying to guide you through the wildfire. And I think that perspective, that's the importance of having a coach and a mentor, because when when you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you're sad, when whatever emotion you want to fill in that blank, you need someone that's going to help you see straight. And that's someone that's going to help guide you through um, through the, these trials and tribulations, because all it is is failure. All it is, is is lessons learned. All it is is rough patches. All it is is, you know, I, I thought it would be fun to go get a lending license. And I haven't been I haven't been this stressed my entire life trying to get docs out on a closing on time. So, I mean, like you just, all of these, all of these trials and tribulations, I love them because I truly believe in my heart that I'm either going to learn, I'm either going to win or I'm going to learn. And so as I'm, as I'm losing sleep, I mean, dude, like there, there's been times I'm waking up cause we're not meeting the closing on time. And I, I go to bed frustrated and then wake up the next day, 
panicked and frustrated. I've never had those kind of feelings, but I know that I lived through that. So then for me, it's like, all right, cool. There's a hole in our, in our boat. We need to patch up that hole so they're, they're, we're, we're no longer taking on water. And after you do that enough times, you're not going to have any more holes. And that's when it's going to get fun when we can really work on that scaling piece of growing a much, much, much bigger business. Yeah, man. Yeah. You guys, man, for, for those of you listening, you just got delivered a masterclass in leadership and business development over the last 35, 40 minutes. And uh, my guess is you could learn a whole lot more. D, let me ask you this, man, before we go, someone, obviously when you, we'll put the, we'll put the link in the notes for, for the 503C. Tell me like if someone else wants to reach out to you, just even if it's just to say, Hey man, thanks a lot. That was super inspirational or they got a question or they just want to connect with you or follow you, uh, your content and stuff. Like how can people do that? So my Instagram handle is at Dixon sold it. Um, D I X O N S O L D I T. Uh, if you want to email me, it's Daniel at dgdenver.com. DG as in Dixon group. And I, I truly believe that if you just come from a place of contribution and help people, um, whether it's sharing information, obviously I can't sit on a phone call with you for an hour and, and train you and coach you up necessarily as, as my, my schedule is crazy busy. But if, if we can, if we can just share information and I can help make age, I mean, how those agents that are listening, like how, how many times have you dealt with a dumb shit agent that made your transaction that much harder. So if we can just talk to agents on being better at their job, I think it's going to make all of our lives easier and, and, and happier. Yeah. No, so doubt, I just, I, I love sharing information. We have a lot of stuff, um, you know, different scripts that we use, different books that we recommend reading, um, all that fun stuff. I mean, this is, this has truly been a journey uh, more than this is, truly been a journey more than I had this idea of creating this business. This has just been small pivots. Um, there's nothing that we do now at this point that is uh, monumental as far as a new process or a new, uh, a new focus for us. It's just small pivots. We get hit with COVID, cut expenses, get lean, and then figure out where we go from here. Um, yeah, you know, we, we, we lose a bunch of agents. Cool. Let's double down on a recruiter. That's only making phone calls and booking appointments all day, every day. So if we lose three, it's great. Cause we're hiring six. Yeah. You know what I mean, wow. and just, but you, you only, you only get there by all the trials and tribulations of the journey. The journey is what is, is, is the success piece. It's I'm never going to be at the top of the mountain. Yeah. The journey is, is, is what I live for the, the highs I mean, as silly, as silly as it sounds, the lows, you know, going to bed, going, how do I fix this problem? Like, what is going on? How do I get a better client experience? How do I keep my agents happier? How do I de deliver more value? I think that's what I'm on this, this earth to do is critically think some of those problems in my life, um, whether it's personal, professional, um, relationship wise, whatever it is, and just continue to try to be the best version of yourself. Right on, man. I love that. Uh, again, you just gave a second masterclass there. That's good. We might have to charge for this one. So Daniel, <laughs> thanks a lot for being here, dude. I really appreciate it. Uh, I know there's a lot of folks who are going to get a lot of value out of this podcast today. So thank you for being so open and sharing and just for, for being you and doing what you do, man. Yeah. Cheers, man. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them.
Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty, and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.